From the fantasyfootballshow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. What is going on, everybody? My name is Smitty. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show, and we're here to break down the, the week one preseason performances by some of these absolute moonwalking, space-walking, space-traveling uh, monsters like Trey Lance, DeAndre Swift. We've got bad news, torn potential ACL for Zach Wilson. We'll, we'll dig into that in a minute. We don't know for sure if Zach Wilson is going to be um, uh, out for the year with the torn ACL, but it sure does look like that. Your boy Smitty has all your injury information. Been breaking down injuries for 20 years. I've got you covered when, it, especially when it comes to the knee injuries. I've had those, all of those knee injuries that you can think of. Um, looks like a, an ACL. Whenever there's a non-contact uh, uh, injury where a, a person falls to the ground, especially when there's some kind of twist or some kind of like cutting involved before the the player drops and an immediate reaction to hit the floor. Sometimes people fumble the football too because your natural reaction is just to let go of everything. The pain is is unexpected and it, and every 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 player has a different reaction when they tear their ACL. My guess based on what happened with Zach Wilson, let's start with that. Uh, no, actually let's start with Trey Lance going to the moon. And if that's not enough, why don't we put DeAndre Swift on the moon? To the moon. And here we go. And let's show the moon men for the moon for reference. Man. Oh, gee. Dropping loads and I wonder space. who's on this list. On this list is a, a guy named Trey Lance in the bottom left corner. Space and then who's a Mars man? He's on a shuttle to Mars. Mars man. Swifty on the left side there. Swift is headed to Mars. Loads dropping and sp- just unbelievable. Unbelievable. These guys are monsters. Trey Lance. Unbelievable. I know it's preseason. We're going to get a couple people in here. I imagine it'll be someone like Doug or maybe Swaggy or somebody coming in here and being like, it's preseason. Calm down. Let me tell you something about preseason football and combine and things that a lot of times can misguide certain people. It can misguide certain people. It doesn't misguide Smitty. It doesn't misguide my people because we know how to use it in addition to other information. No one can take preseason football and draw conclusions. That's not a smart game or a smart business to be in. But what you can do with the combine with preseason is help it tell a story of support for what you already believe to be true. And when you're sitting there going, okay, Trey Lance is the real deal, right? I'm telling you Trey Lance is the real deal. And then we don't see it in the preseason. What are you going to come to me and say? He's not looking real good, Smitty. But when he does good, what do you come to me and say? Well, it's preseason. It's expedition, Smitty. It's no big deal. But Smitty, but Smitty, it's just preseason. I mean, their starters aren't even on the field. I don't care. Trey Lance looked like a baller. Trey looked like a machine. Trey Lance tossed a monster touchdown. How long was that sucker? 60-something yards? Let's see. Let's pull Trey Lance's stats right here. I know we got to get to Zach Wilson's torn ACL, but 76-yard bomb to rookie Danny Gray. Do you know that there's quarterbacks that never throw 76-yard touchdown passes in a season? This guy does it uh, on his opening drive, or no, second drive. Second drive in his first real game where he's the starter, the known starter for his team with the, a team that's built around him, a team that is it is constructed for him, not playing in Jimmy G's offense where it's built and tailor-made for Jimmy G, like going out there and wearing someone else's shoes and the size of the shoe doesn't even fit you. That's what Trey Lance did last season. Trey Lance came out and played in Jimmy G's playhouse 
and had to do Jimmy G type things. Now he's got an offense that's built around him. You block different for Trey. You everything's different for Trey. This guy scrambled around, navigated and, and avoided sacks in 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 in, in blitzing and and all kinds of congestion that was, yeah, probably because the offensive line needs some work, the pass blocking, the the run blocking, it all needs some work, but Trey navigated it very well, and his ability to hit Danny Gray on a 76-yard bomb is evidence that defenses will have to game plan differently for the Niners. You can't rush as many men. You're going to have uh, lesser box counts on the regular. And this is going to be proof for defenses that want to test the Niners and say, hey, we're going to come for Trey. You come for Trey, he's going to throw a dart to Danny Gray and he's going to take it 76 yards down the field. Debo Samuel crossing across the field, 15 yards, takes it to the house. That's the way this offense is going to operate. So defenses will very quickly understand what time it is and that time is less men rushing the quarterback, more men spread out, which is going to then spread out the defense, which is going to make it just as simple for Trey Lance to navigate open space and find his wide receivers and literally take off and run whenever he needs to, like he did in this game. Trey Lance is headed to the moon. We've been saying it all year. I'm going to continue to say it. The haters are going to continue to bring the hate. Now they're going to talk about preseason. It's just preseason. Calm down. Imagine getting this. This is the one I saw about four or five times in my live stream on IG. Imagine getting excited about a preseason game. (laughs) Imagine not understanding what time it is. It's Trey Lance. Imagine not thinking that this man, DeAndre Swift, was going to the the moon. It's DeAndre Swift season. Swift looked like a top five running back. Let me tell you here and now, and everybody in the back, pay attention. I would rather have DeAndre Swift in 2022 than Christian McCaffrey, than Derrick Henry, and Dalvin Cook. I'm telling you right now, if I'm sitting there on the clock and the top three wide receivers are gone in PPR, JT's off the board, maybe even Najee's off the board, and it's between Eckler, it's between uh, Swift and Henry, CMC, and Dalvin Cook, I think I'm going, I think I'm going DeAndre. I don't really think there's a problem with this. I think some people are going to call it crazy. Some people will call it too reactive, but we've been saying this for a while now. This is confirmation. It's confirmation. It's not predicting what will happen. The preseason tells us what we need to do. Oh, the preseason. The preseason told me DeAndre Swift is going to be a top five running back. No, we told you here on the show when we said, let him fly. Let him loose. Let this man go. You raise me up so I can stand on It is DeAndre Swift season. Get ready. Drake London. um, Yeah, Drake London. We have more uh, news on that. I'll break that down. It doesn't sound serious early on, um, but it sounds like, yeah, like uh, some kind of bone bruise or knee issue or something like that. We'll, we'll, We'll dig into that once we have more information. We don't, other than the fact that Drake London was injured. He did, uh, you know, exit to the sideline. And we'll find out how the injury is looking. But early word is Drake London probably avoided some kind of serious injury. Uh, but this guy Ritter came in and, and granted, you know, he came in second. 
But once he got in there, Ritter looked pretty good. 10 of 22, 103 yards, two touchdowns in his preseason debut against the Detroit Lions. Uh, it was it was a good little matchup, even though you don't really know how defenses are going to play when you got ones and twos uh, all over the place. But Ritter did good. Ritter did good. It gives me hope that the that, that touchdown production might be there for Kyle Pitts. It might be there. He might be able to get 10, 12 scores, which will make Kyle Pitts potentially the 2 or the 3, the 1, 2, or 3, at least the 1, 2, 3, or 4. Let's go. Let's go, Kyle Pitts season. you got two quarterbacks that can maybe get it done. This is what I've been saying all offseason, that in the case of the Pittsburgh Steelers and in the case of the Atlanta Falcons, and let's talk about let's talk about Pickens in a minute, shall we? Shall we talk about, about a little bit of Kitty Pickens? This guy could be the next, the next, he's probably the best wide receiver on that team. On the Pittsburgh Steelers, I'm going to say it right now, it's going to make some people mad, but I think Pickens is probably the best wide receiver on that Pittsburgh Steelers team, and we're going to talk about that more if we even remember to get circle back around to this. we got so much going on. Ritter looked absolutely amazing given the circumstances, and I've said this with the Pittsburgh Steelers and with the Falcons. I know a lot of people are upset, and kind of with the Seahawks a little bit, but lesser, to a very lesser degree. People are worried about the quarterback situations in each one of these situations. Atlanta, Pittsburgh, Seattle. But the thing that people need to have a little bit of solace with is that there are two options for both of these, all three of these teams. In the case of Atlanta, Mariota. If he's not the the, the answer, which I don't think he is, you've got Ritter. You've got two options. Maybe they're not elite quarterbacks, but you do have two options to cycle through, bounce back and forth to make sure you're not just throwing bad performance after bad performance onto the field because you have no other alternative. So Ritter... Could be the real deal. We'll see how Ritter develops. Then we got over in Pittsburgh. We've got Pickett and we got uh, uh, Trubisky. And Pick Pickett could be good. He could be good. He might not be good. But you got two options. So that's, that's promising to at least have the two options to deploy. I don't like Locke. You know, Geno, Geno Smith isn't great, but he's okay. I like Geno Smith. I think he'll move the football well. He has actual good rapport with DK, so DK could do well under the reign of a Geno Smith. Believe it or not, people will tell you no. Fifth round value, Smitty. ADP tells you to doubt DK Metcalf. But DK Metcalf is a steal in round five. All the risk is baked right in. Uh, Pickens, what did I call Pickens? What did I say? Did I, did I call him by the wrong name? I don't know. I'm George Pickens. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look, I, I I'm I'm rolling here about a thousand words per 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 what thirty seconds. Let's go, okay? A little little, little bit tongue tied here as I'm trying to roll through all this stuff. Uh, Ritter 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 looks good. Ritter looks good. Very promising for this offense. Tyler Algier ripped off what a 15 yard run. Tyler Algier potentially the moon. heading up to, toward that that sky in the atmosphere, breaking through to the moon. We'll see. I really like Tyler Algier. We've had him on our sleeper list all off season long. Um, I yeah, Kenny Pickett, the QB, probably, bro, probably. Um, let's get on to this this news. So, so Trey Lance to the moon. Trey Lance led to the moon. moon. All you doubters, let him come. Let him come. The doubters are gonna come strong and say a preseason game, Smitty. I don't know. I can't believe Smitty, but but Smitty, it's the preseason. Great, enjoy. Get your popcorn ready. Come back next week. Come back the next week and come back during week one. Come back during week two. Let's have a conversation in week three or four and see if you have any other excuse to hold Trey Lance back in your mind, in your rankings, or in your words because Trey Lance is going to drop straight fire all season long. This offense is loaded. He's got tremendous raw talent that bleeds through whenever he's on the field. He's got tremendous decision-making proven back in college. Oh, but it's many. 
But it's meant to use a small school. And you can't use Yeah, you can use it. I just did, and I'll continue to. The guy is the best decision-making I've seen in a long time for a running quarterback that also has a cannon. That's what made me feel like Trey Lance was such a good option for the Niners and why I pushed for that drafting and wanted Trey Lance in San Francisco from day one, way before the draft. This is the, the marriage I've been pushing between Trey Lance and the San Francisco 49ers. The weaponry he'd have at his disposal, the running ability in a Kyle Shanahan scheme, it's a match made in heaven. Shanahan's got a lot of, of deficiencies that are now taken care of and wiped away by the, the mobility and, and impromptu decision-making by this man, Trey Lance. His ability to get Shanahan out of a bind. You call a bad third and, and eight play, guess what? Not going to work out. Trey Lance will run the ball and get a first down. That's why he's amazing. That's why Shanahan and Trey Lance fit together like this. It's a puzzle. And it's the perfect fit, and it's going to make Shanahan take that next step. Even though he's got all these deficiencies, Trey Lance fills those deficiencies and voids, and it's going to be unbelievable to watch, and it's going to be more unbelievable to watch the haters hate. So Ritter out of the way. Trey Lance out of the way. We got uh, we got Swift dropping fire. DeAndre Swift to the moon. To the moon. Get Swift. Get Swifted. <laughs> uh, but let's see here. This report here. Uh, this is the Drake London suffered a, uh, an injury tonight, but sources were encouraged early on and said that it is not a serious injury. Uh, still further testing. Uh, so that's the Drake London information. Uh, we got a super chat here from Rockout. Rockout, I appreciate you, good man. Rockout says, "How much fab to use on Mike White?" Uh, again, we don't use the amount of fab. Rockout, and you'll learn that again. I think you may have seen it last year, but you'll you'll see me do it this year. It's confidence level. It's confidence level. I don't roll with fab dollars because how the heck do I know how much fab you're supposed to spend in your league? Rock out, this is not aimed toward you. I'm saying in general. How am I supposed to know how much fab dollars your league spends on a free agent player? Because it could be all 200 of $200 because your league is crazy, or it could be a bunch of conservative uh, 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 conservative Cliffords who, who literally... They, they, they get scared. They're worried Williams, and they literally spend at most 18.65% of their fab dollars on any one player because basically if you do that, if you if you spend more than 18, you can't do it. It just doesn't make good mathematical sense. You might have a group of people like that that literally you drop a 50% wad of your fab dollars on a player, and you're able to see who, what everybody else did, and no one dropped even 20 bucks out of $200 on it, and you overspend. I can't tell you how much fab, but I can tell you that I do have a particular set of skills, skills I've acquired over a long career, skills that make me dangerous for people that are facing you because we're going to help you with your waiver wire content all year in a style and way that no one else does it in the fantasy industry, and it's through confidence level. My confidence level that Mike White is the best pickup of the year. That's how it works. What is my confidence level? I don't know. I think at this point, it, it's not anything going to be in the eight, nine, seven range. It's a, it's a four or five, three or four or five that this guy could be potentially one of the better pickups of the year in a super flex format. In a, in a regular league, one QB league, you don't necessarily need to pick up Mike White. Even if I love Mike White, he's a guy that you could throw on your bench as a backup. But in super flex, I have a confidence level of this being a three or four or five type of pickup because in super flex, you need quarterbacks quarterbacks are king maybe Joe Flacco comes in who knows maybe Joe Flacco is the guy out the gate and Mike White has to take the job from Joe Flacco but Joe Flacco is like eight eight nine feet tall 
and he's an old man, and I don't know that he's going to hold up at all, even if he did go in and start, let's say, the first you know, preseason game, let alone week one. Mike White's coming in. If, in fact, and we don't know if Zach Wilson tore his ACL officially, but I believe he did. If he didn't, he tore something in his knee that's going to keep him out because he went down fast. He kind of went down almost like you t- you, you, you knocked the wind out of him. Whenever you tear something in your knee, it's like someone takes a two-by-four while you're running and hits you while you're running, and you'll see a player just go, and they go limp and go down. Mike White went limp for a second like he had hit a, a two-by-four, and that typically means you probably, it, it wasn't a patellar tendon because he wouldn't have been able to extend. It would have been so painful to extend or not extend the pressure, the swelling. When you tear something in your knee, the swelling is a defense neck mechanism in your knee. So if you tear your ACL, which is on the, you can see through the back of the knee, it goes down the middle of the knee, the ACL and the PCL, they cross each other. When you tear the ACL, immediately swelling rushes to that area to protect it as, as a cast in a way. Your body's amazing. It knows, okay, we're hurt. Let's throw a bunch of swelling around the knee to make sure we secure it and mobilize it. It's a self-mobilizing feature that your body has built in. It's amazing. Now, the part that's painful isn't necessarily the ACL tear. It's the damage done around. It's where it tears. It's the meniscus. It's the LCL and MCL that you may have tore in conjunction. Because usually when a player, an NFL player, tears an ACL, they tear it by going this way. They go like that. Notice this tendon right here, uh, our ligament. This is the M- the MCL and LCL right here. Notice it. Notice it pulling. When your knee goes like this, you're tearing this ligament here. When your knee goes this way, you're tearing this ligament right here. You're also tearing the the corresponding opposite side meniscus. So if you're going like that, you're tearing the meniscus, smashing down into it. Usually, when you tear your ACL, you tear other things in the knee, like meniscus. Almost always when it's a bad knee injury where somebody hits a helmet, if the knee feels like to the runner that it's getting ripped up to the side of their ear, which is usually how that happens, pulls on the MCL, rips the MCL, or tears the MCL. Usually you don't rip the MCL in half. It's a degree tear. And the MCL gets stretched to a certain degree where it's a certain grade. You obviously can have a grade where you need surgery. You can have middle round grades, one, two, three. You can have a grade where you just need rest. And a lot of times it will just be a rest type of thing on the MCL. However, it'll be painful for weeks and weeks and weeks, sometimes months, sometimes the whole year. I tore my ACL, my meniscus, and my MCL all at the same time. My, My MCL was the most painful part. And when the swelling comes rushing in from tearing the ACL or damaging anything, it's the pain. I've been talking so much. It's the pain from the swelling pushing on the injury that is the most painful part. So I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to tell you this right now. This knee injury feels like a torn ACL. And I don't know that he suffered a whole bunch of other injuries on top of it because he popped right right up. Usually when you tear an ACL and there's damage all over the place, you lay on the floor for a while, you roll around. When you pop up like he popped up, it's almost like a soccer player. A controlled tear or a step that tweaked it just enough to maybe either tear meniscus, and that might be what we're looking at where his ACL is strained or he just tore his 
uh, meniscus or maybe tore his PCL, which is an unusual, more unusual than ACL injury, but that is a, a weird injury as well. But if this guy tore this, this ACL or PCL, they're both in the back, he's going to be out for the season. He's out for the season. Okay, because you got to actually go and drill in a new ligament and put it in there and it's got to heal. Out for the year. If he tore cartilage, that means he's probably out for four to six weeks, maybe four to eight weeks, depending on the tear. If he tore his MCL and cartilage, but not his ACL, he's probably looking at, I would say, a good month or it just depends on how, how severe it is. But in my opinion, he probably tore his ACL and he was a little shocked that he tore it. He probably felt a little pain but he has some kind of controlled tear in it, meaning he didn't tear other things because if he did, I imagine he would have been on the ground a lot longer. He popped up and was like, oh my God. And what happens is when you tear your ACL and it's flopping, you complete tear, it's flopping around in there. We'll use this as an example. And the ACL is in there and it's flopping around like a rubber band. And then you try and lock your knee. Like you see how he stepped up and he went, oh, you try and step up. If that ACL is flopping around in there like a, a broken rubber band and you go to close the knee joint on top of it, it's like putting your, imagine putting your fingers in the door when it's open and then closing them on your fingers. That's what it's like, only the reverse feeling of that when your ACL is sitting in there. Obviously, you don't feel the ACL is torn and it's not even something you're feeling in. The, the reverse of it, the door's feeling the pain. Imagine that. It feels like someone, when I tore my ACL and it's flopping around in the knee, and when I stepped like when I stepped in and locked my knee onto the broken ACL, flopping around like a rubber band in there, it felt like someone took a car battery and hooked it up to my, my knee and just shocked my whole body. It was the worst pain in the world. I'm pretty sure it's a torn ACL, but we'll know more. We can't know for certain, but it looks like a torn ACL from my experience, 20 years covering injuries and breaking stuff down. It looks like an ACL or a very uh, a very decent sized meniscus tear with maybe some kind of strain or hyperextension with torn meniscus or something. But he clearly was hobbled and in pain and hampered. And it looked like maybe his ACL, when he tried to step and lock his leg, the ACL was broken and snapped and inside here. And he tried to lock onto it because it was flopping in there. So we'll, we'll keep you posted. What does this mean for Mike White? Maybe it's... Flacco at first, but what's it mean for for Mike White? It means it's Mike White season. It's Mike White season potentially. Potentially, I love Mike White. I've loved Mike White the entire uh, twenty twenty one season. I wanted him to get his chance. He ended up getting hurt and then just got replaced. I was really excited about Mike White. I really hope Mike White ends up being the guy. I really, really do. Uh, uh, Smitty does his research. I forget this is even a fantasy show sometimes. Honestly, Joshua, this is the best compliment I could get because my job, in my opinion, my job is to be an NFL and news show first and fantasy football all-encompassing. I, 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 I almost in some ways don't like that the name's the fantasy football show because it makes people that might want an NFL show think they're going to come here and just get fantasy football information but this is a new show this is an NFL show this is a, a show of injuries this is a show of of stories this is a show of community and I want everybody to know this is where they can come to congregate and consume not just fantasy football information we are an NFL and, and NFL and fantasy football and NFL news show 
constantly. So I appreciate everybody being here. Rock out. Appreciate your super chat. Uh, this guy, Deshaun Watson, hit the field. Something I didn't think, in all honesty, would happen because I thought the NFL would squash this and say, bad optics. We don't want this man on the field. Let's announce the one-year suspension early and prevent him from getting on the field. But here's the thing. Watson's not prevented from playing in any preseason games if he doesn't get the full indefinite suspension. If he gets suspended for 10, 12 games, he can still play in the preseason games to my knowledge. So you would see him in game two if they wanted to throw him out there. If, let's say, tomorrow or on Monday, news breaks that he's getting suspended 12 games and not a full season indefinitely. I do believe, however, he will be suspended the entire 2022 NFL season and be out for 2023 unless he reapplies a contingent reapply, which will be based on any new cases coming forward and how potentially things play out with him in the offseason. So look for uh, an announcement next week, if not this weekend. I'm surprised the NFL let him play. But him not coming out and tearing it up is probably a good thing for the NFL because now there's not a lot of weird new pressure of like, oh my God, he's so good. You got to let him play. Like he didn't come out. He looked flat. He looked rusty. One out of five. Um, not, not a great, not a great line for him, but you know, it was his first time back. I'm not judging his performance, but certainly don't know, uh, if, if, if this is going to be something to where this guy can even bounce back to his old self or not. He's been out of football for a long time. I appreciate, I appreciate you, Gordo. Appreciate you, Gordo. Gordo, you go to the moon, pal. To the moon. You go to the moon. Um, Smitty, you ready to play QB for the Jets? Rock out. I think I could do it. You know what I'd do if I was in charge of the New York football Jets? Sorry, Giants fans. That's the new New York football team. The New York football Jets, I would put Mike White in charge and I'd do it right now. And I'd give him full authority for the rest of the season. No question about it. Even if Zach Wilson came back eight weeks from now, if Mike White is looking good, obviously if he's looking bad, you put Zach in. Let's say Zach's not out for the year. Let's say he's out for six to eight weeks. It's a hyperextended knee with a torn meniscus. I let If Mike White's balling, I don't touch it. Because this guy proved... To be a precision surgeon on the field, knifing left, knifing right, picking defenses apart. I know he only did it in the one game, came in, got injured, but he looked phenomenal. And I think Mike White needs a shot. I'm here for it. Mike White season might be in full effect. Mike White, you're Smitty approved. You've just been Smitty approved. How'd I tear an ACL? Uh, answering one of your, your questions, Doug, I was racing to the computer and I tried to answer it and I, and I slipped. Um, Jets, I tore my ACL a long time ago, Doug. Don't worry about it. Richard Todd comes out of retirement to start week one for the New York Jets. All right. So I think, uh, oh, we got this piece of news right here. What is this? For, what is this right here? I put it up here. I'm not even sure. We've got uh, oh Salah talking about Zach Wilson will undergo MRI on Saturday to determine the extent of the knee injury. So we don't know what it is. It looks like a torn ACL. We're not too sure. Um, next piece. I mean, let's go over to the scores. Let's go over to the scores and check it out. So um, I don't know how this got all jacked up. I had it all ready to go. But here's here are the scores for the NFL. Um, oh, I know what I did. Here we go. There we go. There we go, Broskis. Okay, so the Cardinals, not much to look at in terms of stats for this Cardinal game. Uh, We've got, uh, you know, uh, McSorley looking uh, okay. You know, like definitely looked efficient enough to be like, okay, this this kid's got something. We knew he kind of was a a decent, you know, backup, but 
I like what I saw tonight. Um, out of uh, the Bengals, we didn't get a chance to see much, but maybe like Chris Evans looked really good. He had a, a big, long play call back. There wasn't a whole lot to look at in this game on, on the Bengals side of the football. Uh, let's let's go back and, and check out one of the other games. Uh, let's go to this Jet game and check out the, uh, the game de- details for this Jets game. Stats. Pull up the stats. Mike White coming in 10 of 20, 98 yards. No INTs, but he, he had no touchdowns, but no INTs. Mike White did finish with 10 of 20, 98 yards. We'll see. We'll see. I really like him. I think he's going to do well. Um, let's go. Mike White season in full effect. Uh, Mike White had one rush for minus three yards. Don't worry about that. Ignore that. That's fine. Zach Wilson, the one for seven yards. Uh, on the receiving side of the football, we've got uh, who, uh, who, who played that we really even... Elijah Moore had the one catch for nine yards, but that that was pretty much uh, that was pretty much it. We'll have to just some of these preseason preseason games. There's not a lot to go on. Like this Eagles uh, effort, six of six, 80 yards and a touchdown. Jalen Hurts looks fantastic. That's why Jalen Hurts is on the Moon Man page. The Moon Man and dropping loads in outer space. We have two moon men here from the Philadelphia Eagles. A.J. Brown on the top right. Uh, we have two guest visitors on the bottom right. And if you can guess it, yeah, the man on the left is Jalen Hurts. These are our moon men of 2022. And Jalen Hurts is going to prove all of the doubters wrong. It's going to be hilarious. I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait for people to be upset. I can't wait for people to continue to hate on Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts is going to come in and drop fire on everybody. A.J. Brown looks phenomenal. Jalen Hurts looks phenomenal. Jalen Hurts finally has weapons. Imagine doubting Jalen Hurts. Imagine doubting Jalen Hurts. Imagine it. And and, and he didn't even have A.J. Brown last year. You're giving him a top five to seven wide receiver, and you're talking about last year. What a boring conversation. What a boring, irrelevant conversation. Coming to me and discussing Jalen Hurts last year. Smitty, last year, last year, he dropped mediocre dump-off passes left and right. Okay, yeah, but Smitty, last year. Okay, Bob, well, what changed, Bob? Well, you know, you added a top five to seven wide receiver. Okay, so you're taking last year's stats. What a boring conversation we're having, Bob. Last year's stats, and you're trying to extrapolate what he's going to do in 2022. Nice work, Bob. Nice investigative work. This guy's going to explode. He's a top five to six quarterback in 2022. I don't know which one, Trey Lance or Justin Herbert, is going to explode more. These are two running quarterbacks that have cannons for arms. These are not Lamar Jackson quarterbacks where they're good quarterbacks, amazing runners. These are amazing runners and really, really good quarterbacks. Let's not put them in the, the elite category yet. Let's put the let's not put the cart before the horse. But these are really good quarterbacks. Lamar's not a really good quarterback. Lamar's a, a decent to good quarterback, an excellent runner. These are excellent runners and really Good quarterbacks is going to be a whole different level of, of being scared as a defense facing these two monster quarterbacks. Hurts could finish three or four overall. Lance could be four or five overall. It, 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 I don't even know how, like, who do you bump out? I understand that injury might have to happen for that to, we'll see. Maybe, maybe Mahomes struggles for half a season trying to adjust and adapt to his new environment and situation. I absolutely love what I've seen out of Trey Lance and Jalen Hurts 
it's 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 Jalen Hurts season. It is absolutely one hundred percent going to be AJ Brown season. Get, I mean, just get ready. Just get ready, good buddies. It's here. It's here. What are we doing here? Where are we? Where are we at? Let's go back. Let's look at these other stats. Okay, so we got the we got the Cardinal Bengals out of the way. Eagles Jets out of the way. Uh, let's get this Packers 49er game. Let's take a let's take a look at Trey Lance stats, Danny Gray stats. Uh, let, let's go ahead and where, what are we doing here? Come on, come on. Stats. Come on, load. There we go. So Jordan Love comes out and, and has three INTs. Granted, he had two touchdowns. Granted, he had 176 yards. Granted, he had a, a, a lot of stats on the board, right? You know, this is a preseason game. They're trying to see, is this guy for real? Let's throw him out there for like an entire half of a game and let's see what we got. Because we're, we're scared about Aaron Rodgers leaving soon. You know what I'm saying? Stop blaming Bob. Bob has a lot of explaining to do, pal. Bob has a lot of explaining to do. Um, Jordan Love comes out 13 for 24. Mediocre in the yardage department, considering. And two TDs and three INTs. I don't know about you, Green Bay fans, but I this guy's not the... He's not it. He's not the answer. Um, running the ball. Nothing to look at here. Uh, uh, you, know who, you know who needs to be highlighted here? Dubs. Where's Dubs? Why why is Dubs not listed here? Dubs caught a touchdown pass. What is it called back or something? I saw him catch a touchdown pass. Where's the Dubs touchdown pass? This guy Dubs could be the real deal. By the end of the year, wouldn't uh wouldn't be surprised whatsoever. Wouldn't be surprised whatsoever if Dubs was the number one wide receiver on this roster. Just saying. Did that Dubs TD get called back? Why is, is NFL just not showing it? I don't understand why they're always so weird with the stats. Trey Lance, 4 of 5, 92 yards and a touchdown. Where's your mashed potatoes? Yeah, buddy. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Look at what, what an outing. What an outing this guy had. Uh, Trey Sermon looked pedestrian at best. Trey Sermon looked really pedestrian at best. Javante, top, top 12 running back. What is this? What is this? Top 12. A little disrespectful, don't you think? Try top two or three, bro. Bring some respect. Put some respect on Javante's name, bro. Top 12 running back. You know, I know you meant that as a positive, but that kind of that kind of hit the gut, bro. Uh, they threw a flag, so they must have called back that Dubs touchdown. I was live streaming, so I didn't quite see it. Swift hustle to the moon. Uh, what is Swift going to the moon? No, Swift's not going to the moon. Swift's going to Mars, He's baby. He's on a shuttle to Mars. Mars man. Loads dropping and spinning aimlessly in space. Moon, he's going to Mars. Swift doesn't Swift doesn't handle those small time Mar- moon missions. He's a Mars man. Mars men don't go to the moon. That's old. That's out. Of, that's 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 what that's what the entry level people do. They go to Mars. Swift goes to the or to the moon. Swift goes to Mars. Uh, Javante top two. That's more like it. Top two. That's more like it. Not Dubs. It's spelled. Dubs. Well, either way, I don't care how you, how you guys want to spell it. They can spell it however they want, Swaggy. As long as they say it right. Dubs. 
Dubs to the moon, baby. Dubs. Let's go, Dubs. Uh, super chat by Michael K. CPA. Michael Che CPA says, love the energy, Smitty. Getting excited for 2022. Let's go, Michael K. CPA. I appreciate your super chat. Good buddy. ESPN, ESPN showing dub stats. Yeah, NFL.com isn't showing it. I don't know why. Thank you again for the super chat. Appreciate you. Trey Lance, one carry for seven yards. Um... Sermon looked awful, like I said. McLeod, uh, Ray Ray McLeod, four for 63 and a touchdown. Um, where's that? Uh, I don't even trust these stats. Where's Danny Gray? Where's Danny Gray? Where's the Danny Gray touchdown? How am I supposed to review? We got to go to ESPN. This is garbage. Absolute garbage. Fox score. There we go. Uh, Dubs. There it is. 45. See, they didn't throw a flag on that. If they did, they they allowed it. Three for 45 and one TD. There we go. Thank you, ESPN, for being accurate. Look at that. Look at that. Trey Lance, 92 and a touchdown. One for one rush for seven. Look at Denny Gray. You know, I went on Raj's show and I said efficient Danny always open Danny ultra efficient Danny the kind of guy that could get two catches and be the best wide receiver on the team for that week like one or two catches could get it done for his efficiency two for 99 and a touchdown two for 99 and a touchdown one of the most efficient wide receivers 49 yard average on two catches four targets going to be amazing and this guy can't be guarded in today's NFL that's why I love Danny Gray I know it's preseason but I'm telling you this kid is special he's absolutely special uh let's go back to uh come on box score what is going on here Falcons Lions Falcons Lions Ritter six rushes for 59 yards this boy can move this boy can move this boy's got wiggle Danny Gray unbelievable Brock out take those reviews with a grain of salt what reviews are we talking about let me see what Rock out saying Rock out with a super chat Rock out. 189 people in here, only 80 thumbs up. If you guys could please punch that thumb up button, help your boy Smitty out. Smitty Yahoo gives me a C grade. 10 team. Hertz, Swift, ETN, Hall, Walker, Pierce, Algier, Chase, Hill. Yeah, that's because ESPN's scared of you, bro. That's why. Don't worry about that grade. That grade, I, I, if I don't get a C or below, I something's wrong. Like, I, I always get a C grade. They're, if they could rate your team over again, they'd do a, they'd do a take back. They take that back in a heartbeat. They, they they feel ashamed of themselves, bro. They feel ashamed of themselves. I appreciate that super chat, Rock Out. You're the man. The man, the myth, the legend. Uh, Ritter, six carries for 59 yards. Looking phenomenal. Three carries for 25 yards. This guy, Tyler Algier, is the real deal. He looks fantastic. Drake London, injured, but one catch for 24 yards. We'll, 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 play, we'll see how he's doing. This DeAndre Swift character, he, I recognize him. Four carries, 20 yards, one TD. Where do we know DeAndre from? He's on a shuttle to Mars. 
Mars Man. Loads dropping and spinning aimlessly in space. Aimlessly in space, indeed. Indeed. Wide receiver St. Brown looking very good, even though he only got two targets, two catches for 29 yards. Looked really good. Uh, you know, we'll have to wait and see about this Kennedy character. These things happen, then they vanish, they get cut. Like, don't worry about it yet. But, you know, nice to see the Lions have some some stats on the board. I'm kind of proud of the Lions. The, Li- the Lions, to me, feel like a team that is going to surprise a lot of people in 2022. Um, you know what, let's, let's do this. We don't need to have... the top of that okay let me make this a little bigger for you guys alright so let's get down to Jets Eagles let's make sure these stats were right before because it was it, it was uh, what's going on That's the only thing I hate about these the ESPN is they play this these ads really loud, and I'm trying to to show you guys these stats. All right, Jets. Pause that so it doesn't blare in our ears there again. Jets. Uh, Mike White, ten for twenty, ninety-eight yards. So look, everything looks right on this. Uh, Brees Hall had five carries for 15 yards. I don't know why they weren't weren't showing Brees Hall stats. It really frustrates me that NFL.com's not showing anything. Uh, but Brees Hall five carries for 15 yards, three a pop. You know, not not amazing. You know, stat line of, of any kind. But it's five carries. Don't worry about that. Eagles. Jalen Hurts again, six for six, 80 yards and a touchdown. Look looking phenomenal. Looking phenomenal. Uh, did AJ Brown? even play in this game I don't think he did alright let's go back to the to the box scores let's see if we can pull up anything else we got the Falcons taken care of we got the Browns uh, no we haven't done the Browns Jaguars yet Browns Jaguars uh, Watson won for 5 we talked about that 7 yards not not a good not a good game for Watson uh, Ford had 4 catches for 45 yards and a touchdown on the Jaguars side of the football, Travis Etienne carried the ball nine times. Only 2.6 a pop. Don't don't let that bother you too much. Um, the fact that they give him nine carries, he had a long of 12. He you know he 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 was uh, he he looked efficient. You know catching the football one one catch for 10 yards through the air. But don't worry about Etienne. Etienne got volume. That was the important part. Nine carries. His foot's fine. That's what I take away from that. There's some things that you you know you wish you could have seen more, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's a negative. Don't take anything crazy away from it if, if somebody's not blowing up in the preseason. They don't need to blow up in the preseason. Um, box score. Uh, what was Benjamin? I want to see Benjamin. 5 for 14. I didn't get to see him carry the ball, but they've been they've been raving about Benjamin all offseason. And so I wanted to check that out. Let's see. Bengals. It was, it was Chris Evans. There wasn't much to, to look at. That's it, man. I mean it. It was uh, it was an interesting, an interesting week one of the preseason so so far, you know, and honestly, uh, Brees Hall faked his moon landing. Says gaming, not at all, bro. 
Doubt Brees all you want. I dare you. I dare you. I dare you. We're doing pretty good with our Moon Men list, with our, our Mars list. This is the Moon Men. The Moon Men. Dropping loads in outer space. This, lo- this list looks unstoppable. This list looks absolutely unstoppable. Space Moon says. Everybody wants to know who this is. That's your job to, f- to figure out. That's your job to figure out. We'll know more about, let me, let me refresh the news, make sure there's not something that's breaking right now as we speak. But that's a recap of, of the waiver, uh, the waiver wire. That's a recap of the, the preseason so far, you know, and he's talking about all these scores and what people are doing. Trey Lance was balling. Zach Wilson may have had a torn ACL. Deshaun Watson looked rusty. Drake London's injured, but, uh, you know, so far so good in terms of that, that injury being serious, according to reports. Kirk Cousins was on the 19. Waller's got the knee injury and is resting up. Uh, Zach Ertz um, has been sidelined since August 4th with a calf injury. Cam Akers is split in time with uh, Henderson to start off probably. Uh, it looks like a 50-50 timeshare according to the reports. People r- ripping on, uh, on all the, the, the Cam Akers doubt. Well, he's now in a committee. He's now in a committee. Amir Abdullah looking like he might take the Mike White role in McDaniel's offense. In, in Las Vegas, so that's bad for Josh Jacobs. Uh, George Pickens looks uh, phenomenal. Um, what did I call him earlier? Didn't I say? What did I say? What did I call George Pickens earlier? Did I call? Did I mix up Kenny Pickett and George Pickens? I forget. But George Pickens looks phenomenal. This guy's going to be, uh, I think, the number one wide receiver in Pittsburgh by the end of the year. Um, let's see here. Who else is in the news? Malik Willis looked good in his preseason debut, 107 yards, six of 11 passing. And he had that 38 yards and a rushing touchdown looking phenomenal. Traylon Burks, disappointing Mahomes, uh, will play. looks like a, uh, a whole quarter in his game, upcoming game. Uh, we'll see what Kenny Walker does. We'll see what, uh, you know, all these other guys do. I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm amped. Football's here. And I'm, let me just tell you one thing. Okay, if you're new to this show at all, James Coughlin dropping the two dollar super chat. Super chat tomorrow is Pacheco Day. Pacheco is a guy you need to grab right now. If you're in a league and you haven't picked up Mike White and you're in a super flex league, go do it. If you haven't picked up Pacheco in any format, make sure you grab Pacheco now. If I had to give a confidence level of Pacheco being the top waiver wire pickup of the year, and maybe I got to do that show tonight. That probably will be a show I drop in the morning, the waiver wire pre-week one show. Pacheco would probably be one of the top guys. Algier, obviously, people don't listen. And on draft day, they didn't draft Pacheco. On draft day, they didn't draft Algier. Uh, Doesn't mean we haven't been talking about him all year. But Pacheco probably has, if I had to guess a number, has like a potential of like a six or a seven of being the best pickup of the year. He's not a nine or a ten. But he's got a high confidence level, in my opinion, of being one of the best pickups of the year thus far. Because he could be the starting running back in this Kansas City Chief offense that's raving about him. Now, I love Clyde Edwards-Alaire still from a talent perspective, even if nobody else does. I think he's a a human bowling ball on the field. He played at 160 pounds instead of 209 last year because of that surgery that he had. And nobody even knew that. Um... Pacheco is 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 really good. He's really, really good. He's a very, very good guy to pick up and, and stash and put on your bench. Bring back Mike White goggles. 
Uh, we might need to, bro. We might need to. Tolbert will be a big week one waiver pickup. Uh, absolutely. Tolbert, Pacheco, Algier. The week one, pre-week one waiver wire show is going to be a preemptive show to help you not have to use these picks on the waiver wire in week one. I want you to already own Pacheco. I want you to already own Tyler Algier. I want you, my job for the pre-week one waiver wire episodes to make sure you don't make a mistake and have to use your waiver wire dollars on the guys you should already own. Eli Mitchell, I told everyone to draft him last year. And he was the number one pickup of the year coming out of week one. Because we didn't have a pre-week one waiver wire show. That's on me. I'll wear that L for not preparing you enough heading into week one. That will not happen on my watch in 2022. We're doing pre-week one waiver wire shows. And we're doing them live. Maybe they're not live. Maybe I pre-record them and then put them on YouTube. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Who's Pacheco, Doug? Look him up. Pacheco is your daddy, Doug. You need to own him. MRI tomorrow on Zach Wilson. Yes, Hazelnut. We covered that for about an hour. Welcome. But I appreciate you being here. Um, uh, 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 Hazelnut, it's... it. Look... It's probably a torn ACL. It could be a hyperextended knee with torn meniscus. It certainly could be a PCL. There's a lot of things it could be. I would guess ACL based on the way he was untouched and how it buckled. Uh, Buckling is where the ACL is not there anymore, right? And you tear it. The ACL helps keep it tight. You tear it and you don't have it anymore. You have your MCL and your LCL and the PCL is in there. But it's wiggling around more. So you have this buckle. That goes on. That's why people feel that buckle when they don't have an ACL. Hall's performance was mediocre. He carried the ball five times, Omar. We're not worried about Hall's performance. You you, you let me worry about, about Hall's performance, Omar. I'll take it. Hold my beer. I'll go handle it. I'll go observe it. I'll come back and report back. Hall will be fine. 20 people in the room. Wipe your feet, says W. Watch him versus Michigan. Who are we talking about? Uh, Smitty is my father, says W. Sir Lance, king of the NFC. Niner by nature, what did I tell everybody? What did I say? What did we say? What have we been saying from the beginning? People are going to have to find another reason to doubt this kid once they can't doubt his talent any longer. ESPN's talking about him. You know that every every news source and major show out there is going to be ranting and raving about Trey Lance in the morning, if not tonight. And we know... We know, we've been here from the beginning. We've known what time it is. It's Trey Lance season, baby. It's Trey Lance season. He's doing it live. And everybody's here as a spectator of the greatness that will be Trey Lance. Of the greatness that will be Jalen Hurts. Of the greatness that will be DeAndre Swift and Brees Hall. And I don't care if Brees Hall struggled tonight in a lot of, pe- a lot of people's minds. Good. I'm glad. Guess what? Now we can draft Brees Hall for sure in round four, walking in the next couple weeks. Uh, let's go. The Moon Men, dropping loads in outer space. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. There's so many. Make sure you tune in for the pre-week one waiver wire show. Pacheco, Algier, Mike White will talk a little Superflex. Tolbert is definitely another one. There are so many players that are going to be scooped up after week one. My job, my job is to help you grab them before we get to that point. I don't want you walking into week one with your pants down and you don't have Tolbert already on your team. You don't have Pacheco already on your team. You don't have Tyler Algier 
already on your team. That's my job to prepare you. You want to hear the take a lap song, Doug? Here you go. I'll give you a nice long dose of it right here. Here you go. Take a lap. Take a lap. Take a lap. Take it, Doug. Take it in. Take it in. Trade five to the moon. Storm's coming, Niner by nature. And it's Trey Lance. Trey area, meet the woo. What's up? Pickens. Pickens on your team. Pickens is another one. He's not going to be available in a lot of leagues, but goodness gracious, Danny Gray. You need to pick up Danny Gray. It's, I mean, at this point, it's Danny Gray and, and Pacheco. It's it's uh, uh, Mike White. It's Algier. It's uh, uh, Tolbert. Um, it's maybe, uh, you know, maybe Benjamin's a guy that you're going to have at the end of the list. Just a, another name to throw out there. It's, I mean, keep tossing out. Who are, who are the week with a pre week one waiver wire guys? They got dubs, dubs for sure. Uh, dubs. Um, so many of them. Danny Gray. I said that Danny Gray, um, God, Danny looks so good. He's so elusive. He's so elusive. He's so electric. I mean, we'll put Pickens on there because some people don't know what time it is. Some people don't know what time it is. Dotson, maybe. Uh, McKenzie, we'll see. We'll see. A lot a lot of good talent out there. But th- those are like, that's the early pre-one, week one waiver wire show. We're doing that thing tomorrow. I might record that thing tonight. I don't know. 200 of you in the room, please hit the thumbs up. We got half the people in here that have hit the thumbs up button. So punch and wipe your feet. Appreciate it. Let's take some phone calls. Let's take some phone calls and talk week one preseason. Let's go. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Call into the show. Down 602 in Unbelievable start to the 2022 fantasy season. So excited about what we've witnessed already. I'm so excited about Swift going to the moon. I'm so excited about Trey Lance going to the moon. Uh, Mike White, I'm not excited for, for Zach Wilson to suffer injury. We Prayers up for Zach Wilson. Probably an ACL tear. We will see. Uh, but but definitely feeling like Mike White season might be in effect. Uh, so dial into the show. Let's go. Let's go. Can we get a Lance in round seven? Not anymore, Brock out. Not anymore. Heck no, man. Lance, is, Lance climbed to round five or six tonight, unfortunately. But you know what? I always tell you guys to draft as early as possible to avoid these things. Uh, injuries strike anybody. Injuries can strike anybody. What can't strike anybody is the knowledge of picking up and drafting guys before their value climbs. Our moon men list. The moon men. This list right here. Dropping loads in outer space. This list right here is the definition of guys going up. Do you imagine what's going to happen when Burrow increases in value? You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? Thrive Kid. Who is it? Thrive Kid. What's up, Thrive? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, I I said a trade about you're cutting. You're cutting in and out, bro. You're cut. You're cutting in and out like a, uh, like a, a. I don't know what player cut in and out tonight. You're cutting in and out like Jordan Love. All right, I'll try and hit you back. 
Uh, yeah, just try calling right back, and it might be a better connection. All right. The guy, the guy, the guy right. yeah. He, he, he's, he's up and down like Jordan Love is. Maybe Jordan Love's all the way down. I don't know. I don't know. Dial in. Dial in. Melvin season. Melvin who? Melvin who? Lance Locke in the 10th. Poor Dougie. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? Deuces. Stage right. I mean, man, I think London is way overrated, says Goose. We need Trey to Gray. Absolutely, bro. And you got it. And you got it. What did the doctor order? Trey to Gray. What's up? You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? Niner by nature. What's good with you, Smitty? What's up, Niner by nature? I assume you're calling to talk a little bit about, a little bit about Trey Lance. Absolutely. But before before we talk about that, man, I just want to, uh, you know, um, my parents go out to Zach Wilson and uh, the Wilson family. You know, um, I know uh, Zach is, uh, is uh, you know, praying himself right now that it's not an ACL tear. I pray that it's not an ACL tear. You know, um, I pray that he comes back this season and he has, he has a killer season. You know, I pray that uh, everything goes well with, with him and his family. I know it's so unfortunate to see them, that young man go down. And, um, you know, I just pray for him. I just deeply, deeply feel for him. And I pray for him. Yeah, I, know how I, to, I know how the ACO is, man. I know how yeah. it feels, bro. Yeah, I do too. And I know sometimes I know sometimes that like me talking about Mike White and like hitting the button and standing ovation for Mike White, like I'm not celebrating injury just so anybody knows who's watching. I'm more excited about other players just talking about them. I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to 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 celebrate injury and I, I want everybody to know, know that up front. So me getting up and going, Mike White season, let's go. It's not you know, I, I want I don't want to come off the wrong way, even though it probably does. But yeah, hopefully prayers up for him. If not, it's it's Mike White season. Um, and, 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 you know, we'll see what he, what this kid has, has to offer. Like, you know, everybody, we could say we want, you know, Mike or, uh, uh, Zach Wilson to, to be able to rise from this and, 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 you know, injuries sometimes are the adversity involved can make you better. So maybe it does, but maybe we get two, two guys that end up being really, really good out of the situation. Maybe Mike White rises up, becomes the starter, and maybe they trade Zach Wilson, and he get, he can go do something somewhere else. Like, who knows? I'm not saying that that's going to – we're putting the cart before the horse. I'm just saying I've been waiting for Mike White to get a shot again, and this might be his prayers being yeah. answered, you know, to get a shot to command this team that is on the rise, and Mike White's a, a surgeon on the field. I truly believe that. But, hey, let's talk about Trey Lance and how good Trey Lance looked. He wasn't even perfect, Niner by nature. He made mistakes, which is oh, no. fine. It's fine, but he looked so good when he when he was. It was like his his scramble was amazing because that play Jimmy goes down or the football gets you know he, he loses the football. That 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 play where Trey scrambled and got that first down and slid and smartly slid. I like that he right. slid. That was smart. That was smart. He knows how to protect himself. He's learning. He's learning. He's being smart with his body. But that was a, you could tell, Niner by nature, he hesitated to run because I think Shanahan told him, don't run. I don't want you out there getting hurt. And he was like, I don't, I can't get sacked. And he just took off, bro. He took off. 
He slid, he got the first down, and then they punted the football. And you're like, ah, are we going to see him again? He's got two more plays. Comes out, launches that ball to Danny Gray. Some QBs don't throw 76-yard touchdowns, you know, on a whole season. He comes in and does it in a preseason game. Danny Gray, always open Danny, is what I've called him on Raj's show and on the the 49ers shows that I do. And it's like, always open Danny. Why? Because in today's NFL, you can't contain a guy with his speed and quickness combined. Speed and quickness combined. It's like Antonio Brown out there just knifing around. Tyreek Hill. I'm not comparing him to Tyreek Hill, so everybody calm down. It's about to type. Can't believe you're just... I'm saying... You can't contain these guys that are quick and fast to the degree Danny White is. It's going to be unbelievable if Shanahan really understands that he needs to utilize him in the in the slot all over the field as the third wide receiver. Okay, enough Juwan Jennings. I know there's a lot of Juwan Jennings loyalty out there, but Danny Gray's the wide receiver three. And if the Niners don't act upon that, they're going to leave a lot on the table because this kid's ready now. He's ready now, Niner by nature. I don't care if he's got learning to do, separation he needs to learn how to make at the NFL level. He looked plenty good tonight, and he was all over the field. And he caught that amazing ball that Trey Lance threw a little too high, but it was better to throw it high so that only Danny Gray could get it or it goes out of bounds than to have it picked off. I, I, t- I had a lot of good takeaways from tonight. Even the negatives were positive because Trey made the right decisions. Absolutely ex- thrilled. Excited. Ooh, Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. And, and, and you called the Danny Gray. I remember you uh, you did a short on it. You did like a little small short and you ran down. You said, man, I think you said you had a dream about Danny Gray. Uh, uh, you, said, you said something. I, I forget what the short was, but you said, man, Danny Gray is going to be a guy. You want me to so play it? Like, no, no, no. Let me, let, me, let me play it for you because it got a lot of hate. Okay. It got a lot of hate. And when you see it right now, it's going to be like, whoa, because this was not a popular take by any means. When I when I when I dropped it, uh, let me see if I could find yeah, it. Yeah, I remember here. that. Yeah, <laughs> let me see if I could find it. It was the, I, I create so much content I don't even know where exactly it is. But let me let me go and find it. Danny Gray, where are you, Danny Gray? Uh, but go go ahead and talk while I try and find it. What 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 was your takeaway? Yeah. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Let me, let, let me play it real quick. Here it is. Okay. Uh, bold, oh, it's not audio, but bold take. Danny Gray will be the, the second best San Francisco wide receiver in 2022. Now, I know a lot of people are going to take that in a really bad way, and they're going to say, I can't believe you're saying that. It's preseason. What are you talking about? And it's not so much that he's just going to blow Ayuk or Debo or anybody out of the water. Debo's the number one there. Debo's a top 12, top 15 overall fantasy football player. But the wide receiver room in San Francisco gets banged up very easily. The running back room gets banged up very easily. Kyle Shanahan has a a type of offense that gets players hurt. And I think this kid just got that that it factor. And he's going to be there when they need him. And at the end of the day, what I'm saying is, I think Danny Gray is going to be called upon. I think Danny Gray, when called upon, answers the phone, bro. He picks up the phone when you call Danny Gray. Look what he did tonight. He, that catch where, you know what I love? That that pass where Trey threw it out of, it was too high. And Danny Gray couldn't get him bounds. The fact that Danny Gray mm-hmm. caught that ball, like it, the way he cut, he reached up, grabbed it, almost got his feet down. That's just a small bit of timing to where that's a perfect play. 
And to see Danny Gray doing yeah. all these things in his first game, I'm telling you, he's going to answer the call. I know it sounds bold. I know that that injury's got to happen for that to kind of shake out that way. But what I've said on Raj's show was that Danny Gray is going to be there when he when the when the call comes. He's going to answer the call, and no matter what way it happens, it'll just he'll be the reliable person that's there. That's that's all I'm telling people. It's not that I'm saying everybody's going to stay healthy and he's going to beat everybody out. I think it's going to be one of those situations where the Niners are always banged up. You guys are always banged up. Your wide receivers, your running backs, you're always injured. And it's because you practice hard. Your scheme's tough to to stay healthy in. It's just the way it is. And and I think this yeah. kid's going to answer the call and he's just reliable. He's reliable, man. He's reliable tonight. He was so reliable tonight. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think I, I have a little theory. I'm, 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 I'm going to make it short because I know I'm you're running the show. But I have a theory. I think the reason why... Trey's, uh, uh, you know, he was throwing the ball a little high because, I mean, he's still he's still building more chemistry with his receivers, and then on top of that, I think he came out a little, you know, antsy and excited, you know, and it's and it's like soon as he can't as soon as he calmed down, it's like it's like it's like it's like it's like Kyle Shanahan know how to drop a play for him to kind of calm him down a little bit, but also um, kind of give him that. Give him that confidence he needed to get him to give him in rhythm. Because if he, because right after that play when he scored a touchdown, I could almost guarantee he would have made that same touchdown that uh that uh Nate Sutherland threw to uh to uh McLeod. He, he would have two touchdowns back to back. So I, I feel I feel that man, this offense is going to be explosive and this defense is going to be nasty too. So I mean, it's it's going to be a good year, man. Everything you saying, man, it's coming it's coming to fruition. And I can't wait, man. I can't wait for the for the trade haters to say something, man, because they was already they was already in Rumble show talking about uh, Brock Purdy could start over trade. You know, they stuff yeah. was better than trade. Like y'all hating, they had to hate me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it is what it is, man. Yeah. But Trey, Trey about to do his thing. I can't wait, man. Yeah. He's about to be the king of the NFC. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, Smitty, keep doing your thing, brother. All right, man. Stay blessed. Appreciate you. Later. All right. Not by nature. Dial in if you want to jump on the show, guys. Dial in. Let's talk. Call Whatever you want. Show. Dial 602 NFL. Hit me with your next topic. Let's go. Smitty to the moon. Thank you, Denny. Appreciate you, Denny. Appreciate you, good buddy. Trey Sermon did look bad. Let's be honest. It looked horrible. ETN looks legit. I mean, he didn't have like an efficient day, but seeing him get nine carries was really good. Really good. Danny Gray just got lucky. Sure, Doug. Read the room, Doug. Uh, ETN looks legit. Kevin, what's up, my man? You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. What's going on? So I think... uh... If it's Mike White's season, I think that boosts Brees Hall's value on the Jets. Hall is better with White, Mike White, okay? Um, I agree with you, but I want to hear you oh, say absolutely. why. I want to hear you say why. Go ahead. You got the floor. Because Mike White is that, like, he likes checking down to his running backs. Like, that's going to get Brees Hall way more involved in the PPR game now especially with how much Mike White checks down, plus also the way he dissects that field. It's going to create a lot more 
opportunities inside of that offense. And uh, one time he did start against the Bengals, he targeted the running backs like an absurd amount of times, like 15, 7, 16, 17 targets. So, like, Brees Hall is going to be that safety blanket that he's going to get fed in the passing game now as well. Yeah. Um, also, bro, yeah, Mike White, You, you some will take this as a negative, but it's, I'm not saying it in a negative fashion. He is a short yardage knifing the defense apart master. He's not saying he can't throw the ball downfield, but he's not the kind of guy that's throwing a 70-yard touchdown all the time. He's a guy that's going to throw, he's going to be 7 of 9 marching down the field. He's not going to be a 4 out of 5 going down the field. And there's nothing wrong with that. He knows his limitations. He's not hes not the biggest gunslinger in the world. But he's such a smart decision maker, knifing a defense apart. And, and you're right, he checks down. If anybody remembers, he literally checked down so many times. Uh, wasn't it Michael Carter that game that had like a phenomenal PPR yeah. outing? I forget how many receptions he had. But he just he checked down to the running back constantly. Everything was like 7 yards, 5 yards, 8 yards. And people rip on that, but... That was also the game plan. That wasn't fully unlocked Mike White. That was, hey, Mike White's coming in. He's going to command this game. Let's keep it simple. Let's keep it, you know, let's keep it short. And that was the game plan. Like, Mike White can't open it up more. But the fact that he's able to do that, it's a lot harder to knife a defense apart one play at a time and march down the field slowly than it is to throw one deep pass. Like, people need to understand that. If you can, if you can be really good on more throws than than less throws how is that a bad thing you know that that means you're you're good you're consistent cuz you're throwing the whole the ball a whole lot more than the person throwing maybe one long bomb where a defender falls down or something like you're knifing the defense apart very slowly all the way down the field that's very that takes a lot of skill so we'll see if Mike White gets the shot yeah that's where like Tom Brady built his craft yeah i mean and Mike White could still throw the ball down the field it's just he didn't in the game where he did really well and people got excited about him. So we'll see what happens, man. I really do believe we're looking at a, a nice little shot for Mike White to take this job. And I know people are going to think that's crazy, but it's not because, you know, it's not. It's just not crazy at all. Um, Raj is live. Let me see if Raj will go live. Uh, he may he may be ending right now, but I'm going to see if he's going to go live on IG. I, I ended up uh, requesting into his live. But, um... What else you got, man? No, I just wanted to talk about that. I think this Bruce Brees Hall is like the moon now. Yeah, and, you know, Brees Hall, people are going to rip on his five, you know, five carries for, what was it, 15 yards or whatever. Not worried about it. Not worried about it. You know, it's preseason. Like, no, no, no. like I know people will think that's hypocritical to be like, yo, you can talk good about Trey Lance, and, and but then you're not going to use the, the preseason as a negative. But that's kind of the nature of the preseason. Like, the preseason shouldn't tell a story. The preseason is either going to support a narrative or you almost have to let it go. Um, kind of like the Combine. The Combine is going to support a narrative. Uh, Brees Hall, five carry, like... If Brees Hall looked awful to me and it wasn't just the play calling and the wrong play at the wrong time and just kind of, you know, collapsed offensive line at that moment or whatever, it would be different. You know, like kind of like the combine. If a guy goes out in the combine and he blows up at the combine like Justin Ross back in the day, you know, running a, a you know, such a, a fast 40 time, everybody's saying, oh, he's going to be good. No one thought he'd be good before the combine, you know, and he ended up not being good. Uh, Christian Watson 
had a really good combine, but he was also really thought of highly going into the combine. So it's kind of like a, a, a stamp of approval. You know, Brees Hall had some of the best film that we've seen in a long time on, on tape. He looked amazing, checks all the boxes, comes in and has one of the best combines in, in combine history. So that needs to be looked at as confirmation. So that's how I take a lot of this stuff. And so Brees Hall doing bad doesn't worry me. If Brees Hall did bad again, did bad again, then I'd, I'd start thinking, I wonder if they're going to be able to block for him. It's not Brees Hall's fault. I already have concluded Brees Hall is a, a monster. I don't care. If Brees Hall does bad, I already know without even watching the game, let's say I'm in a plane, I can't watch the game, and somebody tells me Brees Hall averaged 2.5 yards per carry on 10 carries in preseason game two, let's say. My answer to that person or my reaction would be, oh, I guess the Jets didn't block well for him because that's not his fault. He, that, that, that dude is a monster. Oh, totally. But I think this Zach Wilson news, like it's funny because like the yards per carry is going to actually put his draft value down. But honestly, like, this news actually makes him more lethal. Yeah. I get it. I get it, like, bro. Honestly, like, I think this will actually help him in the regular season without Zach Wilson. Yeah. Well, what else you got? That's pretty much it. Brees Hall of the Moon, Javante to the Moon. Yeah. Swift to the Moon. I had a good draft today where I where I uh, robbed a couple grandmas, but uh, what'd you do? What was your what was your uh, draft? Was what'd you draft? What was your team? I had a Swift first round, Javante second, Brees Hall in the third, AJ Brown in the fourth, Gee, AJ Dalton Brown. Schultz in the fifth. See, AJ Brown's a third rounder. Brees Hall's now probably a fourth rounder to a lot of people, even though I'd take him in round three. You flipped him. You got your third rounder in round four, and you took your your fine. Yeah, you did fine. That's amazing. Who's your quarterback? Kill Burrow in the seventh. Bro. Bro. <laughs> you crushed him. Yeah, I robbed grandma. Yeah, you robbed 11 grandmas. All right, man. Appreciate your call. Absolutely. Later. Call back whenever. All right, uh, let's take one more. Call back whenever, Kevin. Appreciate you. Mike White, Mike White season. Grab him and dine it uh, in Superflex. Go do it now. Go do it now. Do it live. Proud of you, Joel. Doing good in the preseason, checking the boxes. Yeah, we are doing pretty good in the preseason. We are checking the boxes. Huge stream. Oh, thank you, pal. 196 of you in here. Please punch that thumb up button. Let's get those numbers to match. Those are rookie numbers. We need we need to pump those numbers up. You're live. You're live on the fantasy football show. Who am I talking to? You're talking to Nev. Who? Nev. Oh, Nev. What's up, Nev? Hey, I um, I wanted a little output on uh, Keenan Allen. What about him? I I'm kind of stuck because I got CD and Keenan Allen starting right now, but I don't know if I should um trade him like in a package deal with Alvin Kamara. And maybe try to get Cooper Cup or someone else. Okay, so trade. Uh, what's the trade? The trade is Alvin Kamara and Keenan Allen for maybe another wide receiver. Um, I mean, if if Kamara plays and he's supposed to play, I don't know that you want to do that. You know, because I mean, even if you have depth to maybe do it, 
we got we got a twenty dollar super chat wad by Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes, appreciate you, mashed potato pal. Yeah, mashed potatoes. Yeah, buddy. Nice job. Snake Eyes, I'll answer this right after I I finish this with with uh, who am I talking? Nev. Nev. Uh, yeah, Nev. I mean, I mean, nah, Keenan yeah. Allen's clo- like, look, I, I'm drafting uh, CD Lamb. CD Lamb's who you wanted to maybe go get. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Keenan Allen's close enough to CD Lamb that you shouldn't be giving up an Alvin Kamara, bro. It's just not even close. You can't oh. do that. Um, I, I mean, All Keenan right. Allen, Keenan Allen, and Kamara for like JT would still be a haul. It might be worth it if you have the depth, but you can't. Yeah, I don't know that you can do that. I would I trade Keenan Allen, and what other running backs do you have? I have Najee Harris, Alan Kamara, and DeAndre Swift. Okay, and and you can start three of them. And I can start three of them. And if, if you want me to name my whole team, no, oh just, sorry, I just saw your show. On, I think I think we got to twist it up. So I have CD Lamb and Keenan Allen, but I want to maybe trade for Cooper Cup. You wanted to trade for Cooper. Okay, so let's leave CD Lamb out of this conversation. So you want to trade Keenan yeah. Allen and in in Camara? Is it Dynasty for Cooper? No, this is a uh, full PPR. This is on uh, yeah. ESPN. I mean, you just can't. I mean, you can't. Keenan's too close to to Cup. Like not I, Cup's a a whole level above him, but he's too close to him to right. give a Camara. You can't. You can't do that. Okay. But, but like, w- would I even do that for JT? I don't even know if I'd do that for JT. I, you know, oh, that's a real? lot. That's yeah, that's a lot, man. That's a lot. I, I give uh-huh. me your running backs. Who are your running backs? So I'll just name my whole team off. You want me to name my whole team off? Uh, no, just give me your running backs. Running backs. All right. So I got Najee, Alvin Kamara, uh, DeAndre Swift, Brees Hall, and Travis Etienne. Okay, <laughs> dude, dude, this is like a three three man league with your your cousin. Well, okay. No, well, it- this what? is an eight-man league. Okay, that makes sense. At least you're honest with it. Okay, what, what's your wide receivers? What do your wide receivers look like? Maybe you can do this trade. Wide receiver, I got Ceedee Lamb, Keenan Allen, um, Marquise Brown, and DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, trade trade Kamara and Hollywood, you know, for for one player. That's what I would do. You know, Jamar Chase is okay. cheaper than Cooper Cup, although the, the 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 shoulder concerns for Stafford may make somebody trade Cup away. But I mean, if you want to uh-huh. trade, if you want to trade Kamara for a top three wide receiver, I'm all for that. And I think Hollywood Brown's not too bad for that. You know, you throw in Keenan, that's a whole other ball game, bro. You can't do that. But go get Jamar, get the stack. You got Burrow, right? You said. No? Yeah, yeah, I got Burrow. Yeah. yeah, you got Burrow, so go go get Jamar Chase. Give up Hollywood Brown or Hopkins with Kamara. I'd do that, especially with your depth. I mean, your depth is crazy. You're in an eight team league, but still your depth is still crazy. So Yeah. You got a you got a Moon Man team, bro. You got the, the team. Moon this Man. Is, you exactly. No, because I've been watching the show, dude. I started watching it last year, right? And I followed everything you said. I traded um Derrick Henry a week before he got injured, because remember you were saying that? Told you, and bro. dude, I just been watching for some time. Told you, bro. You said is this yeah, is this Nevin or Nev? This is Nav, N A V. Nav, okay, Nav. Yeah, I thought you maybe you maybe Nevin, but, the guy that calls. Uh, okay, Nav, gotcha. Nav, yeah. I got you in but here. Yeah, um, I appreciate everything though, for real. You've been yeah. winning my league. Yeah, man. Um, yo, are you on the voicemail group? I'm not. No. D- DM me on Instagram. We'll put you in it. 
All right, for sure. I'll just text you, um, Naz. I'll just text you my name. Do it. Uh, just D- DM me on All IG. Right, DM me on IG. All right. Send All right, I'll, send, I'll DM you right now. Yeah. All right, later. All, All right. right, for sure, later. What do we got now? Somebody dial in. Call into the show. Dial 602 in NFL. It's totally super, oh, super chat. Okay, Snake Eyes, let's get this going, bro. Hearing, hearing that CMC stock is raising and the Panthers are limiting monitoring his workload in camp. Thoughts on that? I mean, of course they're limiting him, bro. They want to maybe move him to more of like a wide receiver role. So, you know, at times, like, you know, just to, to take, you know, take away from some of his pounding between the tackles, like, it's a concern because we're used to Camara the way that we know him. We don't know if a dial back Camara is going to be the exact same Camara. That's why I stay away from him for the most part. Uh, you're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? Hey, what's up, Smitty? It's Umberger. Umberger, what's up, my man? I had a draft, an auction draft, Dynasty startup. I went Swift, Barkley, Higgins, AJ Brown, Cooks, Connor, London, Watson, Mitchell, Mayfield, Mills. Uh, I'm low on cash, but we're going to uh, finish it off on Sunday. Uh, what do you think? Nice, nice. I'm not a huge Barkley guy, but but whenever someone tells me Barkley, I, I just close my eyes and I picture like Brees Hall. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Well, it's a PPR. So yeah, Look, Hall's oh, gonna funny. be cheap. Hall's gonna be a lot cheaper now because he just had, you know, uh, uh, according to a lot of people, a bad game in the preseason where he got carried the ball five times, where where it's totally out of his control. Um, uh, read off your read off your wide receivers again. Yeah, I got um, AJ Brown, T Higgins, Drake London, uh, Brandon Cooks. Your quarterback is who? Yeah, I got Davis Mills, Sean Watson, and Baker Mayfield. So it's a uh, super flex, so Ooh. that's probably my weakest point. Yeah, yeah. you didn't tell well, me it's a super flex. You left that part out, Umberger. Um, well, I understand. I love Mills, but as a, as a quiet quarterback, too. You better pick up Mike White. Yeah, I got to pick up Mike, yeah. Like right what now, about, like, uh, put me on hold, well, go pick him up. Well, the draft's not over yet. We're going to restart it again Sunday, and I'm kind of low in cash, so mm. he might be there, but, yeah, you know how it is. But what do you think about Swift and uh, A.J. Brown? I mean, I love Swift. I love A.J. Brown. I don't love Barkley, but I understand it. Your your other running back was who? Elijah Mitchell and uh, James Conner. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of players I just don't typically draft, but I feel like uh, I feel like, you know, you want me to tell you who to draft? The Moon Men. The Moon Men. Dropping loads. The Mars Men. I should with the Moon Men. The Moon Men. Uh, I mean, bro, I I have a team that literally I have every single one of the these guys men. on the same on one Dropping team except for space. I couldn't get Mike White. I couldn't get Pollard. I, and obviously, I didn't have Jalen Hurts and Trey. Space monsters. But I have everybody else on the same team, bro. It's crazy. Oh, I don't have AJ. Man, you're gonna win. No, I don't have. I don't have AJ. Uh, let's see. I don't have AJ Brown. But I have majority. Well, what do you have on that team? List them off. So I have Javante, Etn, Burrow, Hall, Walker, um, uh, Lamb, Saint Brown, Schultz. I think. So I have the majority of them. 
and have Trey on the bench. Uh, I think that, that team's gonna that team's gonna be at least a uh, maybe top two. Yeah, look at this. Be, number one. Mars. This imagine Mars drafting Man. this team right here. So it, you couldn't do it in like how much could you do Liz it in auction? Dropping and spinning Let's aimlessly. See. You in could space. you could draft Jamar Chase in round one to the Mars Men. Jamar Chase in round one. Trade up. Yeah. Trade your second. Let's see. God, you couldn't do this. You couldn't even get. You couldn't get this. You couldn't do it. Well, say it was an auction. You name the guys that say. Yeah, you can't. Two thousand dollars. Chase went for four hundred. Yeah, you can't. The bat. The problem is, you could. Let's see how many guys you could acquire. You could draft Swift in round or Jamar Chase in round one. You could draft Javante in round two. You could draft. Yeah. Uh, you could trade your third rounder up to get CD Lamb if you give up something. So you, you can do that. Yeah, AJ Brown round three, oh. And then and then Brees Hall, you could get in in four. And let's say you traded your fifth rounder to make that other trade, and then you get Burrow. So best case, you could get uh Jamar, Javante, Lamb, Burrow, and Hall using one trade. One trade. Yeah, to get to we use AJ Brown instead of CD too. You could, yeah, without making any trades. You could, yeah. All right, what else you got? How do you think? What do you think of? What do you think of? Danny Gray. I guess, yeah. Whoever you want to talk about. Well. He's looking good, but Swift had a nice couple of runs. Yeah, like, who do you remind you of? Do you remind you of anyone like former players? Like he has a style, kind of like I don't know, maybe like a Le'Veon Bell almost. How he just sits behind the line and finds the opening. You know, Swift reminds me. Like, you see that? He reminds me a lot of. I mean, Love Bell is kind of a good example of like his patience. I guess um, I would yeah, say yeah. His, his patience and running style. His size reminds me of Javante a little bit, like. I feel like Javante is a little smaller than some people would like, but I don't care because of the way these guys can move and wiggle in their their size. Like Swift's gonna break and shed a lot of tackles. He may not bulldoze over people like Javante, but he's so slippery and the way he navigates space, I love it. I'm Burger. Yeah, go, uh, trust go me when I tell you, Kenneth Walker. Um. Make sure you're grabbing him and lading your drafts. You know, I don't know if you have enough money for him, but no, he already went. Yeah, I, I broke, I broke the bank there. I spent all my money on Swift. Like, he got bidded up, so I had to grab him because I wanted yeah. to like, like I like to draft guys I want to watch like for the year because that's just how I like doing it, right? So uh, I usually like draft guys I want to watch play, right? So uh, Swift, I really want to watch this year. You know, see what the lines got in them. Yep. All right, man. I think I'll get utilized quite a bit. Call back anytime. All right, man, Call back anytime. Thanks, okay, All right. Uh, Snake Eyes, I don't know if I answered this properly but uh, or fully because the call came in, but I, I just think Christian McCaffrey is going to have an altered year. It's going to be different than normal. To stay healthy, he can't get his normal workload. The one thing that makes me feel like an injury is just waiting to happen again is his volume to be the number one overall player in fantasy football, and this is what scares me about JT, it's what scares me about Najee, whenever a player is getting fed enough work to become the number one overall player in fantasy football, they're getting overfed. You can't be the number one player in fantasy football getting underfed. You can only do it getting overfed. And that puts you in a vulnerable spot to play multiple years without getting hurt, and it puts you in a, a position where you have a short shelf life. Look at Todd Gurley. 27 years old, you're done. 
You're done. If you've been working and being a full-time running back since the beginning, or even if you haven't, if your mileage is just up there when you hit 27, 26 is like your last year. If you're 26, you basically, hey, hey, how how old are you? Um, I'm 26. When do you turn 27? Next month. Next month. Sorry. I'm, I'm not a character. Next month. Okay. You might have one more year left, bro. It's pushing it. How old are you? I'm 27. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out, bro. The odds of you playing well all year long at 27 in today's NFL, I'm out. No more. 26, 27 is the new 30. It used to be 30 years old was the age of death for running backs. Now it's 26, 27. And and so um, you, you rack up the amount of mileage that Christian McCaffrey's racked up. And yeah, he's still relatively young to a lot of people. I get that, but the mileage is through the roof. Wilson should just play on an ACL and suck it up, says HB. HB clearly has never suffered a torn ACL before. That's evident today. Zeke scares me for that reason. Yeah, it's it's that time, man. Zeke has had more carries than really any other relevant running back. Nobody's relevant that, that has carried the football as much as Zeke Elliott. Tony Pollard is a must-cuff and a guy I like to draft standalone and not go near Zeke. Not because I don't like Zeke, but Zeke's probably not going to be healthy all year if it, if they feed him the amount of times they want to feed him he's just probably going to get hurt uh gaming says uh digs or Devonte adams um in standard i mean i probably lean adams but it's close mooney to the moon potentially you're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? Hey, Smitty, uh, TM42. TM, what's up, my man? What's going on? Uh, I was just wondering, um, I know your rule in Superflex is generally to take uh, a QB first if you have an early one to six pick. For sure. And, you know, a running back later on. Yep. Um, so on and so forth. But, uh say Trey Lance is there what quarterbacks would you you know take you know pull the trigger on if they're there in round two in round two I pull the trigger on Trey so what I'll do is I'll show you the board I don't know if you can watch the board and or just re-watch it kind of listen now and re-watch it for later but when you're looking at the board Uh here and you've got the first round So my plan of attack, as you just uh, emphasized, is QB. This is Superflex. Superflex draft. Mm-hmm. Um, QB in round one. And this is like, this is you treat this as uh, round zero. That's the kind of the way I look at it. Then round two actually becomes round right. one. Round three becomes round two, etc. So round uh, four becomes round three and i i want to emphasize that because everyone needs to draft normally here as if it's round one of a non two qb league because you got swift in here you've got javante in here you've got Brees hall in here or here and it, it just you want to walk out saying to yourself do i have a round one player in a traditional draft do i have swift he's a round one player yes i got swift boom you crushed round two because it is round one D- javante's there you get javante 
boom, you've crushed round three, which is technically round two. And you've got, let's say, Jalen Hurts in this in this round right here. Jalen Hurts, so you got your quarterback. That's how you crush Superflex. Then you get a Davis Mills later, um, Trevor Lawrence later, if you can. It just depends on this guy will fall a lot further than this guy. Um, but Trey Lance, let's say you have Swift or Trey. Let's say Trey sitting here. I don't think that's going to happen now, to be honest with you. I think Trey's going locked and loaded in the top eight or nine overall in a super flex draft. I just don't think you're going to have a shot. But let's yeah. just say he did fall because For your sure. league is weird. Um, is Trey worth grabbing in this second round, which is essentially round one? Yeah. I mean, it, it is worth it because you could still build a really, really good team that way. But I, so I would do it for Trey. I would do it for Hertz. I would do it for maybe Aaron Rodgers, a Rod. But once you get past like that, and you're talking about Wilson or or Stafford, I kind of like Wilson there maybe too. But you're talking about Stafford. You're talking about Derek Carr. I'm not doing that. That's the whole point of my strategy is not to come out with okay, I like my guys, but I want you to come out and say, holy crap, like. I get him taking a little gamble on Davis Mills as my QB too, but if it doesn't work out because this is super flex and not two QB, you don't have to start a quarterback there. It's advantageous to, but if you backfire and misstep on Davis Mills, you're not starting nobody. You're not getting a zero in the spot. You just are going to have like a, you messed up and you're starting Dawson Knox as your, your extra flex or something. Who's still going to score you like eight, nine, 10, sometimes 15 points versus an 18 to 22 point guy it's a disadvantage but it's a disadvantage worth taking a risk on when davis mills i believe in so do i like mills and hurts and swift better yeah. than i like hurts lance and maybe whoever else you're gonna get the truth is yeah i like mills swift and and and, and hurts or let's even put lance in here. like if you end up getting your you know middle of this first rounder and you you take lance do i like lance swift and mills better than Lance and Stafford or Derek Carr and then something else over here. The answer is I always want the one quarterback in the Superflex and then the best player available here in terms of normal dra drafting. It's just it just every time I draft this way, my team, I love my team, it's straight fire. Whenever I go the other direction, I have a little bit of that like I'm looking at my team and I'm trying to talk myself into Okay, keep in mind, it looks a little weird, but you have two quarterbacks, so it's going to be okay. Like, I don't want to feel that way. I want to look at my team and be like, holy crap, I believe in Davis Mills. You know, I believe in Davis Mills, so therefore I love my freaking team. <laughs> you know? Yeah, for sure. I just think, uh, you know, you got Fournette, Barkley, and Connor. People will take them, you know, into the third round sometimes, and I feel like Javante could fall, maybe not in your, you know, the more savvy leagues, but you know, more kind of a casual leagues, they could could fall. Yeah. Whatnot, Bruce. Yes, sir. But yeah, I got the number one pick in a super flex. Nice. So nice. So you take Josh Allen or Allen Herbert? Or Herbert. Uh, you know, you could go back. Like, it depends. I mean, Josh Allen is probably safest because he finished number one last year. Herbert finished number two. You can't really go wrong. I believe Herbert will finish as the number one. I would toy around with the idea of trading down to two and seeing if you can get like a bump somewhere. Like tell the person like you're getting Josh Allen to sell Josh Allen like crazy. Be like, you're getting Josh Allen. He's the number one quarterback, blah, blah, blah. I'll trade you, you know, down to the number two spot. 
and you move your, you know, you move my third rounder up from the fourth or something like that. Like, you know, anything that will help you. You know, and if not, if we won't right, do it, then right. then just tell him no pro- no problem. You're going to draft uh, the best quarterback in the league. You know, but I, I do think I would contemplate Herbert. But, you know, Josh Allen's darn good, man. Darn good. There's nothing wrong with either of these guys. Quietly, I like Herbert more, but it doesn't mean I always take him ahead of him, you know. It, it, I kind of like to di- diversify. So if I've got a lot of Herbert shares and I'm getting them in, yeah. in the fifth and sixth round in other leagues, or fourth and fifth round or whatever, and right. then I've got an opportunity in a super flex to draft Josh Allen and be like, okay, let's diversify a little bit because they're both super even. Yeah, either one is a, is a great choice. It's a good pop man. <laughs> yeah. All right, my man. Thanks for calling in. All right. Appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Smith. Yep. Call in any time, man. All right, guys. That's going to do it for tonight. How many people we got in the room? 191. How do I leave 191 of you in here? Hit that thumb up button. Let's get that number up to, to as close to 191 as we can. We got 145. Uh, let's let's take a let's do a little speed round Q&A. Speed round Q&A. That means your answers or your questions got to be short. Don't give me three or four lines long, like one to two lines at the most. Speed round Q&A, rapid fire style. Let's it is time for the speed question and answer segment. And before we do that, make sure you get on over. First of all, we're Monday through Friday. Uh, whenever news breaks, I go live on Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern, always here on the channel. Make sure you follow me on all the social uh, handles. I appreciate everybody. The Fantasy Football Show on YouTube, youtube.com slash the Fantasy Football Show, the Dynasty channel at youtube.com slash Dynasty Fantasy Football, and IG, Twitter, and then of course my content's over on thefantasyfootballshow.com. Speed answer. Speed answer. Question and answer. Seven minutes of straight fire. Ask me. Let's go. Some of you already asked too long of questions. How's Herbert going to spread the ball around? I mean, dude, Eckler, you got all these weapons. He can easily spread the, the ball around to those guys. I got Mahomes, Swift, CD, Javante with my first four in a super flex draft today. Absolutely fire. Mike Evans, Josh Palmer, Keenan Allen to Mars. Uh, it's not unrealistic to get Allen and Burrow um, in what? A super flex? How can you do that? Eli Mitchell over or under 15 carries a game. I think probably all right around that number, to be honest. Pickens or um, I like Pickens. I like Pickens. Um, Dobbins. What about Dobbins? Tolbert or Pickens? Give me Pickens. Uh, Sleeper of the year. Um, Kenneth Walker, if we're talking, you know, seven, eight round range. Um, Algier, Rashad White, uh, Pacheco, if we're talking even deeper. Um, Those are just some that come to mind. There's obviously more. Dylan, what... I'm going to trade for Dylan since I have... What what my go-to to trade for Dylan since I have Jones. Um, I don't know, bro. I need more information than that. I, how do I know what you're going to trade for? Uh, but, but keep asking. John, I don't mean that in a bad way. I just, I don't know how to answer that question in the speed round. Uh, Justin Fields, what about him? I don't, he's okay. He's okay. He's not a starting quarterback by any means in a one QB league, maybe a super flex. A-Rob or Sutton, give me A-Rob 
for right now, but I love I love both of them in, at the at the right value. Cousins over Lance Hurts, respectfully, absolutely no. Russell, if I could hit, if I could, if I wasn't gonna reset the timer by hitting the take a lap button, actually I can give you a soft lap. We'll give you a soft lap, the verb a verbal lap. Take a lap, take take a lap, take a lap, take 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 a lap. Cousins over Lance Hurts, respectfully. No, I mean respectfully. I like the respectfully part. Actually, that's nice of you. AJ Dillon or Kareem Hunt? Give me, give me AJ Dillon. Have you ever won underdog best ball? Um, Arizona. This is the first year Arizona's really been able to do it. So um, last year it opened up like literally the week of of football, and Arizona could only do certain things. I think Arizona opened up on the pick, on the pick'em games. Now that was locked down to Arizona until this yesterday or today. I think we can do live pick'em. So your boy Smitty has won uh, doing contests outside of the state when I travel. Um, yes, I did win some contests. I didn't win one of the top, top money spots, but I've won for sure. Jalen Tolbert to the moon. Uh, not to the moon, but I like him a lot. And still get Javante and another top tier back. I don't know what you're, this is not all encompassing question. I don't know what that means. Elijah Mitchell, red flags. Absolutely. He's got injury concern. That's why you got to, you got to cuff him and tie Davis price. And maybe even this Jordan kid, uh, uh, might be better than Sermon. Start Hollywood Brown or St. Brown, uh, Give me St. Brown. Is Terry good in the mid-third? Scary Terry is pretty decent in the mid-third. Pretty decent. Not like home run capable, but like he could earn his value. If he had a better quarterback, he could he could win a league there. But right now, he's only playing at like 80% unlocked because Wentz is only going to be able to do so much. Tacos or pizza? Depends which one, but kind of like tacos a little more right now, but I love pizza. Nah, give me pizza. Uh, more passing yards, Burrow or Herbert? Probably, probably Burrow more touchdowns for Herbert, but that could be close. Trey Lance or Burrow week one? Give me, give me Burrow. I love Trey Lance, but give me Burrow. Waddle or Judy? Give me Waddle. Thank you, Devin. I'm not taking best. I'm not talking best ball, Matt. I don't. You got to put it all in one thing, Matt. It can't be long. Bust of the year, uh, either Acres or Henry or CMC. Unfortunately, is it worth picking up Mike White in Deep Dynasty? Yes, sir. Waddle or DK? Give me, give me. If it's redraft, give me DK. But they're super close. They're almost neck and neck, man. Actually, you know what? Give me, give me Waddle, but barely. I love both of them. Why are you so down on Lamar? Let's see. They traded away his top wide receiver receiver option. Everybody talking about Bateman as if he's already done it. Maybe he will be the guy, but I don't I don't necessarily believe it until I see it. Lamar runs too much. He's very prone to injury. He's busted two years in a row. And before you say, but Smith, Lamar didn't bust two years in a row. Yeah, he got hurt last year, but getting hurt's not busting. It is. Ask people that draft Christian McCaffrey and Mike Thomas and Barkley last year if they busted on them just because they got hurt. Yeah, they did. And Lamar got hurt. Absolutely got hurt last year. Okay? And the year before, he busted the first entire half of the season. So there's a lot of reasons to be concerned about Lamar. Um, but I appreciate the question. Snake Eyes have an IDP league. Uh, not not now in the middle of a speed round, Hefe. Uh, Mahomes, number one fantasy football player. No, Ross. You, how would, why would that be? He's lost his main weapon. He's he's arguably, arguably the number four quarterback, but... Number one weapon, absolutely not. Rank Najee, Eckler, Swift. Give me 
You know what? I'm 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 tempted to say Swift over Najee right now, but maybe Najee Swift Eckler, they're all so close. They're like they're like five, six, seven in a row, like in the top ten. So I don't I don't know. I, I think I'd want one in each league. I got three leagues side by side by side. I'd take one in each of them. Drake London uh or Traylon Burks. Give me give me Tra- Drake London. Even hurt right now. Hurts or Kyler, give me Hurts, man. Give me Hurts. Biggest sleeper rookie running back. Uh Pacheco, Rashad White, Algier, the deep guys, Kenneth Walker's the mid-range guy. Sky Moore or Juju. Right now, Juju, but I think Sky Moore by the time you need him. I'm not starting Juju on my fantasy team. Um, so the guy I'm drafting here is my fourth wide receiver, and I probably won't get Juju as a fourth wide receiver. So I get it. I get it. People love him. That's okay. Smitty, how many best ball drafts have you been in? I don't even know. Countless numbers, bro. Uh, better side. I don't know. Who is the breakout tight end, Smitty? Uh, Goddard, Dawson Knox, Fryermuth, Dalton Schultz. You know the drill. Albert O, top 10. Probably not right now. Who should I trade Henry and Higgins for? Uh, go get, <laughs> too late to get Swift. I've tried to tell you all offseason to go get Swift. Go get Javante. Go get Javante. Um, I'm not saying trade both those guys, but trade Henry for Javante. And Higgins, you either keep him or, or whatnot. That is all for tonight. Appreciate every single one of you in here. 197 of you in the room. Hit subscribe on your way out the door. Know that I'll be live tomorrow at some point or live and throwing up a video. Uh, probably be the week one pre-waiver wire show is what I'm probably dropping tomorrow. Then the panic chamber may be on Sunday. Uh, live streams in between. Mock drafts may be at night tomorrow. We won't be mock drafting tonight because we've been in here for, for literally two hours breaking down the week one preseason uh, stats and all that, the important stuff. Uh, but we'll be back tomorrow. I might do a midday or, or evening mock draft. I don't know. But get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com. Get your lifetime membership, your bold predictions, your trade calculator, your text, your one-on-one text device with me. Let's go. Trey Lance season, DeAndre Swift season, the Moon Men season, the Mars Men season. Let's do it. Let's tear it up in 2022. Click the underdog link in the description. Promo code Smitty at underdog and take advantage of all these values that are amazing right now. See you all tomorrow. Subscribe on your way out the door. Appreciate you. Give a thumbs up and and know this real quickly. Know this. I answer every single question in my comments to about a 99% accuracy. I'm a little behind on yesterday and the day before, so know that I'm going to get to you. But test me. In this video, once I end it, it goes up on YouTube with zero comments. Test me. Ask a question. Every one of you ask me a question. 186 of you test me. Let's go. People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it. Get breached. Get breached. Get lamb.